This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the anti-hero. He's finally coming clean. With something that she denied before. Who? Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Don. My talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Kylie Jenner on the season finale of The Kardashians, the oh. new one on Hulu last night, admitted that she regrets getting her boobs done. Oh. What? Hold on a second. What? Wait a minute. She's got boob regret. She has boob regret, but I'm back sorry, in the honey. day, she went to great lengths. To deny that she had a boob job. Oh, she was a boob denier. She was a denier. She said it was just a Victoria's Secret bra that she loved, even uh, naming it Victoria's Secret's bombshell push-up bra, $70, which promises to boost the wearer's bust by two cup sizes. She also said at one point that it was that time of the month and that they were swollen and that they would deflate soon. So you're telling me. (laughs) I mean, I'm shocked, number one. But number two... <clears throat> emphasis on you're telling me that the star of a reality television program on the finale mm-hmm. of their highly successful <laughs> reality show which yes i don't know if you know this reality shows generally are full of lies oh my god is telling us that she didn't tell us the truth oh shock Surprise, horror, what? No way. Oh, my gosh. What else are they lying to us about? Oh, wait, all of it. Yes, all of it. So she says that she had beautiful breasts to begin with. I bet she did. Natural tees. Natural tees. Tees? Yes. Just gorgeous. Perfect size, perfect everything. And I just wish, obviously, I never got them done to begin with in a very dramatic monologue, I would recommend anyone who's thinking about it to wait until after children. So she got them when she was 19, not knowing she was going to have a baby at age 20. And um, this isn't the first time she's lied. She lied about something really important, which is she got famous and became a billionaire for what at first? Well, I mean, allegedly, supposedly her makeup brand. Her makeup brand. Her lip kit, specifically, yeah. where all of a sudden, this girl who had thin lips like Don McLean had beautiful, lush, big lips, all from a magical lip kit. Yeah. She got filler in her lips, P.S., which was so obvious, but it still sold so many units of this product for years. And then we finally found out she did admit that she got filler in her lips. It's mm. like, yeah. So is we this, knew that. is this the honest Kylie or is the, like which Kylie are we supposed to believe? Okay. It's the honest Kylie. It is. 
But how do you know? Because why would she say she had a breast augmentation? No, I'm not saying she's lying about having breast augmentations. I'm just saying, like, you know, this is it seems convenient for, you know, the, the last episode mm-hmm. of, you know, you know, why a season I think of your reality happened, show. And maybe this was already filmed. But who's gotten a lot of attention for removing their breast implants? Black China. Black China, thank you. Friend of the program. So Black China has decided to be all natural and change her life and look at the attention she's gotten. It's made her, uh, you know, her business soar. People like her more. It's good for her image. And so Kylie, maybe, who knows? I'm just saying. Yeah, or Chris Jenner. Saw, yeah, like I could see Chris Jenner's like, hey, uh, Black China did this. Why don't you do this? One of us has got to take her boobs out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of us has to. It's you. Well, no, I don't know that she's actually going to do that. My whole point is like, this just seems like it's, you know, uh, it, it and and look, it it is, I will admit, probably relatable to a certain demographic, right? Like there are people who probably got things done. I think we can all actually, now that I think about it, relate to the idea of, Something I obsessed about and thought was a problem with my body image when mm-hmm. I was young is not today. And I wish I wouldn't have dealt with it then because I actually was just fine the way I was, whether it's, you know, a nose job, a boob job, a butt lift or a haircut or a hair color or a mm-hmm. nose Keep lift. Going. or I mean, you just a nose lift. I don't know what people do. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, my point is that that's. That's the plot point I could see Chris Jenner working in that, you know, like people can relate to that. That's a totally relatable thing. Which one of you wishes you had something different? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. The problem is and the thing I wish people would like leave the theater thinking about. They're not in the theater, but you know what oh I'm God. saying? After can they turn off. The... We might have to do that if the strike continues. Go see the Kardashian no. show in the theater. No. no, But what I mean is like once you turn off the TV. Do you think about the fact that, like, who made you think that you needed different boobies at 19? Who was around you telling you that you needed different boobies when you were 19? And who said, you know what you should do when you're 19 is get new boobies? And I just think, like, they need to do a little self. That family, I feel like, maybe focuses a little too much on the way they look. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking so much about their bodies. Yes. Also, she mentioned on the show, obviously, quote, obviously I have a daughter and I would be heartbroken if Stormy wanted to get her body done at 19. But don't you think like any child in that family, I feel like is going to be just through osmosis, hyper aware of their bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And there was such a huge transformation. This is not new news, but, you know, whenever Kylie emerged as the new Kylie, she went from looking like a teenage girl to a 35 year old woman. It was a duplicate of Kim, which I think was so intentional. It was so intentional just for the brand. And it did work out well for her if she likes money. So it just became like this teenager who had no curves to boom and then a whole new face lip fillers i mean makeup can do I mean, a lot the other we person, both know that it's not just kylie what are you saying are you saying i do my lips <laughs> no saying? i'm saying makeup can do so no, much I, like i actually think most of the people most of the things people are like they had work done i'm like most of the time you guys it's really just makeup and lighting it is you can i mean i could look like i have breasts right now with an eyebrow pencil mm-hmm 
Yeah. I mean, truly. Could and we from a distance. From a distance. You have No, but I, I'd be happy to dig out a photo of me with breasts. Yeah. And by the way, spoiler <laughs> alert, never had them. <laughs> but you, you would have seen me at the club yeah. in a dimly lit area and thought, that lady's got a nice setup. Yeah, mm. that's right. It's Turns true. out it's just me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> It's me. Oh, uh, it is. You know, it is. When, I'm just saying. Yeah, to... magic can do a lot of things. I'm just. I. It makes me sad that story. Well, also, uh, you know, to acknowledge that this isn't right for you, and you realize that now as a mom, you see your kid is perfect. Who you would never. And she admits, like, I, I don't ever want her to think she needs to change herself. So there's some growth that's happened here. Yeah. But in the meantime, you sure did make a lot of money, and um. Do and you you're still going to be back and you're still going to be perpetuating all them body myths to right. sell your products for years. Right. So I don't know that you can have it both ways. Exactly. So she did influence many, many women. Yeah. Young women. Young girls. women. I would call them plastic girls. Surgery girls yeah. to try to look like Kardashians. That's the that's the one problem that I have is that they have such influence um, and, you know, she says she wishes she regrets it. She wishes she could go back and not change anything. But do you want to also give the money back that you've made? That's what I would say. I'm not trying to be nasty here. I just mean oh, it is convenient for the season finale or this the, yeah, of your show. Yeah. I just think, you know, again, it's a great story, but like it's a story for a reality TV program. But. Also, you know, I'm sure she I'm sure a lot of them struggle with the way they look evidenced by the fact that that's all they talk about and or sell. Yeah. Right. That's like correct. we don't watch the Kardashians because they're homely uh, trolls with interesting thoughts on the future of humanity versus artificial intelligence. <laughs> right. I would say, you know, that like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people listen to yes. us. And, we, and, and thank God they can't see us. Oh, please. We're just beautiful. Kidding. Just the way we are. The but my point is, you know, their whole reason for being is because they're beautiful. That's true. And yes. very, very successful women at that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take away their success as women. But. That's right. And great. Uh, yeah. I mean, thanks to their mother. Really great businesswomen. I mean, it really turned out well for them. Well, and despite, because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But they their mom has given them the appearance of success. Oh, has marketed them in a way that is you know, like everyone should have a mom like Chris Jenner. And by that, I mean, oh, I'm so man. thankful my mom is not Chris Jenner. But you know what I'm saying? Like she market she markets the best version of an idea of her children in a way that has made them incredibly successful. And it's what's like my I, mom doing right now? Probably chopping up some sticks in the yard with a mini chainsaw. Chopping up some sticks. She loves to get that mini chainsaw out and clear up some brush. Well, mom, you need to call her and tell her to get busy. You need to manage my career. <laughs> uh, while oh, you do God. that during the break, we are going to prepare to come back and talk about, speaking of body image, Barbie. Why? Well, you may not remember this. Amy Schumer was going to be Barbie. Oh, and this was a number of years ago. I'll tell you that story because I was reminded of it myself last night. We come back right here on my talk. Texas podcast. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here to tell you all about the smartest way to get on the water with your boat club. Head to yourboatclub.com. I was just thinking the other day. Actually, I was reminded the other day of our last time on the water, which was this last Sunday. Uh, Jamie and I were there with Louise and I thought, 
this is like one of the few opportunities we've had this summer to just be together with nothing to do but relax, be together, enjoy the world around us, and have fun. That's exactly uh, been each and every one of our experiences with your boat club. So if you want to get on the water with you, your family, your friends, head to yourboatclub.com. The whole process is super easy. Wonderfully convenient. They offer five-star service. It truly is incomparable. I want you to experience this wherever it works for you with over 30 locations across Minnesota. Head to yourboatclub.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Slash radio. Where talk is fun. Every afternoon from noon to three. The adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Appropriate song. Yes, exactly, from the Barbie movie. And uh, we have to talk about Barbie, the old Barbie. Barbie. Well, the never was Barbie. In fact, Amy Schumer Barbie, that was going to be a thing you may have forgotten. I certainly had put that out of my brain because there's so many <sighs> pop culture stories to pay attention to. But yes, in fact, Amy Schumer was supposed to be. Barbie, and I think the reason I'd forgotten it, and I'm sure many of you had put it out of your mind, is that this was six years ago that we learned about this. And I was like, well, wait a minute. How long has this movie been in production, right? How long has this been in development? So I went back and did a little digging. Not really. I just read a couple articles on the Internet, as one does. And I will say this all, first of all, started with uh, an article at The Post that was, um, I don't know, they were... Smack talking Amy Schumer for a hat she was wearing. Long story short. Oh, my Lord. In the article, they reference, yeah, like, remember she was supposed to be Barbie? And then when I started digging, I found out, okay, this goes back to 2016 when she was tapped to star as Barbie in a live action movie. Now, they tapped her and her sister and, you know, they're, they're a writing duo. Um, and, you know, they've written more than one movie. They writ- What was the big one that they wrote? I don't want to get sidetracked. But hmm. anyway, they're a thing. They're a writing team. So they tapped her and her sister, uh, Kim, to uh, take a pass at the script. The film at that time, and as it was written, now this was through Sony. Okay. So this is not Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Okay. So Sony said, we want to was- make a Barbie movie. Amy Schumer, you and your sister, we want you to write it. Well, I think Mattel had, you know, wor- you know, Sony had the deal and Mattel was going to do the thing with the thing. And this is before it ended up getting to where we are today. And at that time... The film was described as a fish-out-of-water story about a woman kicked out of Barbie land for not being perfect enough. Not too far off, actually, if you think about the movie that we ended up with. However... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. She dropped out. That is, Amy Schumer dropped out of the project about four months later. And at the time, when we talked about this back in 2016, it was because of, quote, scheduling conflicts. Now, what do we tell you about Hollywood on this show and others, but mostly the show because that's where the phrase was coined? Yeah. Um, well, that nothing is real. In Hollywood, nothing is real. Smokes. So probably creative differences. That was exactly the case. From scheduling conflicts, which, by the way, I had forgotten this, led to Anne Hathaway taking on the role of Barbie. Oh, no. And then... Margot Robbie's production company, Lucky Chap, which I didn't know, successfully convinced Warner Brothers to take on the film. And that's where we ended up with what we had today. Now, here's what Shamey, 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 Shamey Umer <laughs> about leaving uh, other than scheduling conflicts when she finally decided to open up in 2022. Quote, they definitely didn't want to do it the way I wanted to do it. Uh, the only way I was interested in doing it. Now, here's what she says. She wrote Barbie as an ambitious inventor. The studio wanted the invention that Barbie invented. Do you want to guess what it was? Um, to create a Ken. No, it's Perfect a good guess. Be great. Uh, it's a fashion. Uh, it's like, oh, it, it's in, it makes clothes, custom clothes. You're getting warmer. So the studio wanted her to create wanted the invention to be a jello high heel. Oh, oh. Okay. She got another sense that the casting was a bad fit when she was sent a pair of Manolo Blahniks to celebrate. And I do remember this story when it came out, it must have been last year, that she was like, the fact that they sent me a woman who's doing this film, Barbie, mm-hmm. which I want to turn on its head. Yeah. Shoes as a congratulations, I was like, that's when I knew this is not the project for me. Meaning, like, assuming a woman would get really excited about a pair of high heel shoes <laughs> as yeah. a thank you gift mm. for a successful, you know, for the successful work that she'd done. Uh, she said, the idea that that's just what every woman mu- must want right there, <laughs> I should have gone, you've got the wrong gal. So, anyway, she ended oh. up, she ended up leaving the project. And of course, you know, now we have the the movie we ended up with. And by the way, she's been very clear to state, like, I'm all on board for this movie and I'm going to go see it and I love it and I can't wait. Oh, okay. So, so she's, she's been she's very supportive bitter. of Greta Gerwig. Yeah. The original conversation about um, uh, that the article, the source of this was about her not looking good in a quote, uh, an unflattering sun hat. Yeah. This all remember she used to be Barbie kind of like that. Well, the original, uh, the thing that I saw that made me think of this story of her with Barbie had to do with a post that she put on Instagram about seeing Oppenheimer. Mm. And she was making a joke about they should have cast her in the Emily Blunt. Is it Emily Blunt? Yes. In that role. And she said, you know, great job, Hollywood. Try better or try harder (laughs) or do better. And then the New York Post quoted that in their article and called her hat unflattering. Okay. I mean, that was initially what sort of led to my digging through, like, Uh, wait a minute, when did Amy Schumer, how did this all go down? Because 
I thought she'd left the project, and I didn't realize it was a whole different project. It wasn't the Greta Gerwig It's not project. the same project, I see. And they're like, wait a minute, we still want to do this movie, but let's just start from the ground up, probably. Um, Mattel pushed for it. Yeah, because clearly Greta and uh, Margot Robbie, through her production company, had a much better, you know, pitch. Right, right. Um, so do you think that she would have played, like, if they would have asked her to play another role in the movie, if she would have done Oh, because she could totally have been a Barbie, Yeah, right? it would have been hilarious. I mean, it's a whole different project. She must have just, you know, either had other stuff to do or it just never came up again as an opportunity. But yeah, I think she would have totally been a great Barbie. Yes, yes. Maybe not as, as the Margot Robbie or maybe the, the weird Barbie, even. Yeah, like Kate McKinnon's character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, when we come back, Dawn is going to share with us an op-ed written by Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, that deals with the writer strike and artificial intelligence. I need a hero! Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. You got a prom around the house? Do what I do. Just call Hero.com. In fact, Jamie was just saying yesterday, we were talking about how much we learned when Hero came out to our home to fix our air conditioner last year. It just crapped out in the middle of the summer. We were so... So bummed and frankly mortified because we thought, how are we going to deal with all this heat? Well, Hero came out super duper fast, got the problem solved, and actually, while they were there, gave us a bunch of tips and tricks to better cool our home more efficiently. And in fact, we've got a really complicated situation upstairs. Well, it's not that complicated. It's a converted attic and the airflow sucks up there. Hero gave us some definite uh, ways to improve the airflow up there such that we have been able to be in our upstairs all summer long this year and it is not miserable. I'm so grateful and JB is so grateful to the tips and tricks and level of efficiency and professionalism we learned from Hero. Call Hero.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Get it frantic, maybe too much coffee. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Joseph Gordon Levitt has something to say. He wrote an op ed in the Washington Post about the strike. Uh, and he also appeared on uh, MSNBC show talking about this, actually, with Al Sharpton joining the conversation. And um, it was a pretty interesting interview. Uh, and when you read the op-ed, he does not just, he focuses a lot on, he's sort of doubling down on what actors want right now from the union, which is part of the AI conversation. Mm-hmm. That these properties that are created are not generated by, by AI, but are, you know, uh, sourced from data that comes from people, real live people who created this work. So he wants everybody that is involved in the production of these movies in the past, if they're going to feed this data into something to generate a new movie, yep. that everyone involved, camera operators, costume designers, craft services, everybody who made that happen needs to get residuals. So it's like, whoa, now that's a <laughs> second level. Um, but I really liked that conversation because he's right. None of this is just created through... I mean, the computer is not going to create these future movies. Yeah, we had a conversation about this yesterday, and I was saying, like, you don't get work done by AI unless people have put the work in already. And he paints that picture uh, beautifully or just, you know, lays it out that this generative AI is generated by human beings, and those human beings deserve to be remunerated. The scary thing is that that work will have to continue to be done by humans, but you want those humans to be paid 
uh, adequately mm-hmm. for their work and not just sidelined as like, oh, you're not really doing that important of a job. You're just entering, you know, data into this computer. Also, he opened up the conversation that this goes beyond acting. It's like this is the canary in the coal mine because other unions are going to want to do something about this as well. He he mentioned like uh, think of like a doctor who does lectures and teaches students about their expertise and their and trains students, student doctors. They could really just take all of this person's lectures and then put them into AI and create programs based on personal experience from yeah. this human being. Yeah, absolutely. So con- Congress needs to get involved. The government needs to create rules and laws to stop AI from taking over. It sounds so futuristic, but I do see his point in this. Uh, we do have a clip from that interview, and he is speaking with uh, Reverend Al Sharpton about this being a human rights issue. Joseph Al Sharpton, I, I was uh, struck. Sharpton, pleasure. Pleasure is mine. I was struck by how you brought about uh, the uh, the point that I think has been missing, and that is AI does not create the material that may be used. They are using things that human beings had created and kind of bring it together. Talk more about that because the human rights side side of this is something that catches my attention, uh, is that you're really using the labor, the creativity, and in some cases, genius of others that AI can put together and coordinate, but they didn't originate. That's exactly right. And and it's not just in some cases, it's in every case (laughs) that that's how the technology works. And it can be tricky because, you know, you use a chatbot or something and it says, I am seeing you're frustrated about this or I came up with a list for that. But there there is no I. It's it's just imitating a ton of text that it, it has ingested from human writers. And that's how this AI works. They feed it a huge set of training data and then it sort of finds the patterns in that data and it recombines and it spits it back out. And so that data was all produced by humans. And it can be a bit of a magic trick to say like, well, the AI did it, the the people didn't do it. But that's not true. It was all done by people and then kind of recombined by the AI. And that's what I'm saying. Those people whose data was used to train those AIs, those people deserve compensation. So I like I like that we're moving in this direction, that this is um, it's not just about, you know, your Tom Cruise or your actors. We've explored that, you know, these working actors that uh, quite literally are going to lose their place to live if they if they go too long without working, that it goes beyond that. It's it's everyone who comes together to create a film. So. I think that that was very Yeah, that there's lots of other people that are putting in work. Mm-hmm. Right. And just the future of this and the uh, the I, I'm sorry, I don't know the man who was interviewing him um, at, at the beginning of this conversation said, what do you think in the future this will look like a movie created by A.I.? And Joseph said that because the technology is moving so quickly, he thinks that we won't be able to tell the difference. In the future, whether or not something was created with AI, you know, I and look like I think, too, it's in Joseph Gordon-Levitt's 
interest to make this sound as dire as possible because that's the position that he's in right now, right? Uh, fighting on behalf of actors and, um, you know, probably tangentially screenwriters. I do think that there's like, just like from my own perspective, not in either side of this particular argument, that AI is, the more I read about it and the more I hear about it, it's going to be a tool. And we are all going to use that tool. It's coming whether we like it or not. It's already in our lives. Mm -hmm. Whether we realize it or not, some of the more, you know, gamified or like obvious like expressions of this is uh, is apparent but there's a lot that we don't even realize is artificial intelligence it's really we're just kind of all whipped up in this hysteria and so it makes sense for the actors to kind of doom and gloom it as much as humanly possible so that they can get as much as uh, they deserve for the work that they're doing and to prevent you know future exploitation by the people they work for but i do also think like i'm excited about artificial intelligence because think about if you are a writer Artificial intelligence can begin the process for you, and then you, as an actual talented creative human, can add to it, and it doesn't take you as much time. So you're actually able to produce more as a creative person with the assistance of AI, right? Like, there's probably a better analogy, but if you think of, like, you know, I don't know, let's say you're a computer programmer and you create games, right? That as the technology advances, you get better at your job. Mm -hmm. So if artificial in intelligence is able to help writers write better, like, I don't think that's a bad thing. You just want to make sure that um, you're still being compensated for the creative work that you mm -hmm. do. And will they take that as less work and people will get paid less because you wrote half of it and yeah. AI wrote the other half. There's yeah. that danger there. Uh, well, we're talking about companies also investing in things like this. And uh, apparently Warner Brothers Discovery is searching for startup media companies to invest in after they launch something that's called a new accelerator program. So they've teamed up with this venture fund called Acme Innovation. Mm. Straight from Wiley Coyote. Yes, that didn't work out good for him. Um, but they Don't are doing down. this initiative. That's this. It's in September. They're inviting um, emerging technologies and um, people who are innovative in the world of tech to come together in September to hear and meet with all these executives from all of these different companies that mm. are investors and experts. And get together like this boot camp of people that they're going to invest in to create new things. And that's a little scary. <laughs> um, it's called Collider on the Lot. And they're currently recruiting what, what you, this. What What's scary? It's scary because it sounds like they're going to, they are aware of the fact that you know, this strike is happening and they're like, well, full stream ahead. Yeah. You know, we're not, we don't but even they're taking care. advantage of this. I think so. Yeah. And they just, the language that they use and all of this, like recruitment is so corporate speak and saying that they want to take whatever intellectual properties that they currently own mm. and see what else they can do with them to um, get closer to the viewer, become closer to them and, to bring us closer to viewers and deliver our content in even more compelling ways. I wonder what that means. Like, I wonder if that means things like, you know, feed into AI all of the movies we've done or all the intellectual property that we have. And what ideas does AI have for us to, uh -huh. you know, create 
like the next movie franchise. Yeah, they literally mention mining their own properties that they already own yeah. and to bring all of these companies together like let's get a focus group together. We will invest in your company if you guys can create new things and present to us what you came up with mm. in this fun boot camp like yay. Yeah. Symposium thing that's happening in September. You're skeptical it sounds like. I am um because it's just like I don't want to say bad timing, but it's apparent that they are not interested in negotiating. Yeah, like maybe spend some time negotiating with actors. No. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're spending time putting together um, this, this new AI media group. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good look. It isn't a good look, but you know, it's almost like, I don't know. I can't believe, I mean, they're probably throwing their hands up right now. Just, it's so frustrating to see them not willing to acknowledge and respect the people in the industry who created all of this stuff. I think they're just trying to make it seem as dire as possible and hold them out as long as they can so the actors come back to the table willing to, you know, (sighs) to accept less, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't really care. We're actually going to focus on this. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for uh, catching us up with that. I will say the story on AI is certainly just beginning. It is nowhere near its end. When we come back, uh, we are going to take a left turn. Stop talking about highfalutin things like artificial intelligence to catch you up on a publication ship. A publication ship that, um, well, I thought was already, you know, in the works, but apparently they haven't tied up all their loose ends from their previous relationships. (laughs) We're talking about greater or Slandy. <laughs> That's Ariana Grande and I always forget his first name. What is Ethan. it? Ethan. Ethan Slater. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll tell you about this when we come back right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk, 107.1. There is a new relationship and I don't know if it's a great publicationship, um, but um, it's happening and that would be <laughs> greater. Happening. Is it greater or slady? Slandy, greater, slanday. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But it's Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. Um, He just filed for divorce. Okay. What? This was breaking news this morning, yesterday, whatever. I thought, wouldn't you get divorced before you and Ariana Grande get together? Mm, I mean, it depends on the situation. Like, if you've been separated for a long time and it just, you know, you've been living apart for a year or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And officially, there can be a lot of reasons why people don't file for a divorce yet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But um, it is a little suspect. 
Yeah, I'm not. Something doesn't seem right to me, but um, you're absolutely right. There could be a number of reasons. But according to legal docs that were obtained by TMZ, Ethan decided to legally end things on Wednesday. That is yesterday with his estranged wife, Lily J. He filed those divorce papers in New York. We don't know the reason yet for the split. Something tells me it has to do with his new relationship. (laughs) Yes. Again, I feel like if this relationship was uh, had been. Um, over for a long time. Because remember, they allegedly have been together for a while now. And yeah. uh, they were all friends together. Oh, yeah. They're, you know, we heard about uh, Ariana and her husband, Dalton Gomez, heading for divorce a couple of days before those pictures were put out that they're getting real chummy together. So I think that the couple knew that someone was going to release photos of them being very, very close. Oh, and okay. so yeah. she's like, Oh shoot, let me file for divorce real quick. And he just didn't have time. Well, by all accounts, they had ended their relationship in what December. Yeah. I think January, December, something like that. Yeah. 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 So, um, but like what's the holdup? If it's over, mm, don't you just make it happen? Yeah, I don't know because I've never been divorced, but I do know people. Some of my best friends are divorced. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yes, uh, but those aren't. Those are situations that have nothing to do with celebrities. Celebrities have completely different lives. Yeah, where- no, it's all about publicity and the appearance of like timing, right? Mm-hmm, uh huh. I think this is a whoopsie, is what it is. Yeah, like uh oh, we better go ahead and try to save our reputation while we can. Uh, I don't know if that's going to I don't know if this is the best way to it. do it. I mean, it seems like you would have had a plan in place. If you mm. know you're Ariana Grande and the media is obsessed with, every, and not just the media, but let's talk about, like, um, the fans. Like, everybody is going to be invested in everything you do. Yeah. Like, you would think, like, hey, if I'm going to get involved with this guy, I should probably think this all the way through. Whenever they're looking into each other's eyes and they're about to kiss for the first time, then the electricity of their like, sexual chemistry can't do this. is so palpable and hot. Do you think she goes, I'm Ariana Grande. I can't do this right now. I better get something divorced in the, first. Something. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that the relationship doesn't happen, but I'm saying like when you start to go public. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you think you would think about those things, but she's she likes to, you know, play fast and loose. Yeah. She's a well, hot and, and heavy, and passionate now, girl. And now is obviously, uh, you know, publicity is paying for it because like this just doesn't look good. It's gotten worse each and every day with every headline. Like the fact that um, he just had a baby. His mm. wife is apparently talking to tabloids saying that. She didn't know about this, that he's abandoned the family. Mm -hmm. And in March, I also read somewhere where there were pictures dating back to them being super chummy um, with his arms around her photos from March. Yeah. Which is before Mother's Day when there was an Instagram post of him Yeah, he talked about how how much he loved her and then Ariana liked that post, but... They're already together at this point. Oh, gosh. It's too bad we can go back in time with social media, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I was looking into who he is, really, because now he's just, he's uh, in Wicked, and he's now just the boyfriend of Ariana Grande, really. He's also the voice of SpongeBob. Voice voice of SpongeBob. On Broadway. 
we should say not the actual not cartoon Tom because Kenny. we don't need to make that situation any worse. His wife had to come out and say, not the same guy. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Uh, but he uh, does a lot of things for like, you know, benefits, Broadway backwards, the benefit in 2018. I pulled up a YouTube clip here of him singing a song so we can hear his vocal chops. Oh, you got a clip. Well, he's definitely got a voice, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that was a good clip. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, perfect for SpongeBob. And, um, yeah, not my favorite. He does have vocal chops. I picked the part where he really did. Really, that's not really your hard favorite, to do. What do you mean? I'm not really a fan of that style. Oh, you know what's that? Mm, it's just real theater. Like it doesn't sound like anything other than a manufactured theater voice. Oh, like yeah, you have to have talent to do it. But I just, it, you know, it's just sometimes I get tired of hearing the same type of Disneyfied vocal stylings got it you know it. just a little bit different. All right, well, let's make it different but that's he, just you're on notice overall... ethan slater dawn is not a fan <laughs> no i'm I, it's good like he's obviously talented and i'm not here to judge his singing well actually i am apparently here to judge his singing abilities um if you're just joining us we're talking about this this publationship and that is of course ariana grande and ethan slater it's clear that like this was not planned out and of course drama is not always planned out and i don't expect that you know, celebrities are always going to do this perfectly, but they're going to have to do something going forward because if we're going to do some or offer up some BDEPR, which is what we like to do on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, offer celebrities free unsolicited publicity advice. This can't go on because it's just going to make both of them look uh, immature. And frankly, I feel like for both of their careers, you know, I mean, Ariana Grande, maybe less so because yeah. I don't know, what does it really matter? She's a performer, but I feel like. Him in particular, like, just from a PR standpoint, you don't look so good, dude. So, like, let's figure out a situation where you two can make a statement, at least. Like, it's none of our business. Look, I'm not trying to say any of this is our business, but if you're going to be a celebrity, you're going to have to pay attention to these things, right? Oh, yeah. What, and what, this is... what advice would you offer from uh, BDEPR, Don? Oh, my gosh. Um, I I just don't know if there is one. I mean, would I take on the... I would say, uh, you know, whenever people approach attorneys and they're like, I have this case and they go, I'm not the right attorney for you. I feel like we're not the right PR firm oh, for them because, not? well, they didn't approach us to begin with before they started their monkey business. Oh, like it's too late. You made your own mess. Because we would have said, no, don't do this. You need to keep your hormones under wraps for <laughs> at least a year, divorce now. And then if yeah. you want to, people will still dig into your past and see when you met I think what you do, I mean, honestly, yes, fans can always go deep and like come up with, you know, the conspiracy theories and we will certainly litigate them on an, uh, an episode of Blinded by the Item. But I think for like their careers, I think you could probably do some damage control and just saying like, we realize this is a very, you know, anytime a relationship ends, it's a complicated process. And we just, you know, would request that you respect respect our privacy during this very difficult time as we navigate uh, the end of this relationship and the and beginning of another one. In fact, our, I do think... former significant others. 
Uh, I do. Yeah, I do think if I pull up this TMZ article, which has sources in it, if I remember correctly, uh, a source close to the two told us, quote, it's understandable that emotions are high and it's hard seeing your ex move on, especially in such a public way. And her friends are trying to protect her. But Ari and Ethan are just trying to lay low and be respectful of their exes as they pursue this new relationship. I think you could take something like that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe zhuzh it up a bit and be a little bit more um, honest. Like, you know, it's not always easy when, I don't know. I think there there's better language that they could put out in a statement that would kind of help <sighs> yeah. stop the drama. For sure. I just look to the future and what I hope it doesn't happen is she has her little fling with him and then she just moves on, leaving him in the dust with his I did see marriage. somebody somebody posted a meme. Is of, that what she's going to do? Uh, somebody posted a meme like, here's Ariana Grande uh, the next time she sees Ethan. And it was a clip of Samantha from Sex and the City. <laughs> like, and a guy's like, hey, I left my wife. And she's like, who's this again? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Oh, Let's just, hope not. Oh, no, it's like, it's just also just as a woman in general to think like that your husband could like if somebody better like Ariana Grande comes along, all bets are off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, well, I'm sure that's the insecurity of a lot of people, oh, especially in that business. For sure. Which is why you want to make sure you know it. where they are at all times. That's right. Follow them everywhere. You Track really kind of have to be a not at what did you say? Track their car. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say you're either going to have to be that kind of person. Yeah. Or you're just going to have to be the kind of person that does not care at all. Mm-hmm. And says, show me the money. Show me the money. Which is what we're going to do when we come back. In fact, we're going to show you the abs. Ken's abs. How did Ken get all those abs for the Barbie movie? I'll tell you all the Abby secrets when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.